So you love Jesus and are hungry for more? In this podcast, we will explore knowing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and learning how to share our story. My fellow brothers and sisters, these areas will make us strong warriors for Christ. And guess what? God will equip us in that journey. I am Melina, your host and teacher, or Jesus bestie, and this is the Holy Equipped Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Holy Equipped Podcast. And uh, this is episode seven. And this particular episode is going to be a teaching episode. So that means that I'm putting on my pastor Molina hat. I'm not a pastor, but (laughs) essentially I'm going to be teaching from the Bible a particular message for us. to basically kind of um, speak on the topic. So if you saw the title of the podcast, then you know the idea of what we're speaking on today. But uh, basically, it's just really the idea of putting ourselves out there, sharing our story, and um, really thinking about what holds us back in that. And that's what I want to dive into today. And so when I was first thinking and brainstorming on um speaking for this episode, I thought of a couple of examples that were just kind of like my immediate thoughts, probably, I think because I've experienced them. But uh, the first one is if you've gone to a small group um, and if there's ever been that situation where the small group leader is like, okay, does anybody else have anything else to add or anything else to share? And then it's like that quiet, awkward silence of like, you can almost hear the thinking in the room of everyone else. And even you yourself, you start like your heart starts to beat faster and, it, and it's getting a little hot. You're like, oh my gosh, this sweater, I really want to take it off, but I know we're about to end the the group and oh, I really want to share. And then you hesitate and you don't. And then you're just like driving on your way home, like kicking yourself because you didn't share like, oh man, that was really something I wanted to share, but oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just share next time. Um, or another example is like um, posting something on social media. Like you came across this article that you're like, oh my gosh, that is so good. I love this. And you want to post it or like a quote, you want to post it. And um, then you hesitate and you're like, uh, actually, maybe, maybe I'm just not going to post it, but I'll just save it for myself for later. Um, why didn't you share that? Like, that's so good. If it impacted you, why didn't you share it? What stopped you? Um, what stopped you from sharing in your small group? So these are kind of the things I'm thinking about, like what's going on in, in our mind when we're in moments like that, where if something's light lights us up or something, um, is, a part of our story that is relevant, almost like the Holy Spirit pushing us to be like, share that, share that. And then we don't. Um, What stops us? And maybe it's the fear of being judged. That's probably the biggest, honestly. (laughs) But um, I know we're also the harshest critics of ourselves as well. So, you know, it could be you holding you back. It could be the fear of failure that like, oh my gosh, if I say I'm doing this thing now and then I stop or I change my mind, will I be seen as a failure? Or um, it could just be shame or guilt that we've had from any experiences we've had in our past. Um, 
It could also be logistical reasons of like, well, how much do I share? I can't give my whole life story. Like, that would be rude. I'd take like two hours of our small group time to tell everyone everything and anything about me. Um, or how little, cause it's like you share something and you're like, oh, but they're not like, they're going to misunderstand if they don't get like the full picture. Like how little do I share or how much to share so that it makes sense? Um, I know those things rattle in my mind, uh, especially when I'm writing blog posts or creating these podcast episodes. So I feel ya. Um, and then I think the other thing, um, and this is something I've dealt with too, uh, as I've been overcoming a lot of, uh, trauma in my past, it kind of brings you to the, like, how will sharing what I share, my truth affect others, especially those that, um, are in the story. <laughs> um, so now that I've got us thinking a little bit of, the things that hold us back from sharing ourselves and our story and our passions. Um, I want to go ahead and dive into today's teaching for um, the lesson, the Bible story that we're going to dive into. Um, we're going to uh, talk about the things that'll hold us back. And we're going to look at someone particularly in the Bible that'll hopefully shed some light on this topic biblically to see how um, God can maybe then encourage us in um, looking at those reasons, but then showing up anyway. All right, so Peter is going to make his first appearance on the podcast, guys. Welcome, Peter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm actually talking about Peter from the Bible and <laughs> not an actual guest. Um, sorry, I'm a little bit cheesy and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, Peter is someone in the Bible and he's one of my favorites, honestly. I mean, he'd probably actually be what, like my number one favorite if it wasn't for the fact that I'm like a, a book nerd, writing nerd, and Paul is just amazing in his writings of the Bible. Like, he wrote most of the the, the New Testament, and oh, man. And then, well, obviously, um, uh, Jesus, <laughs> he's kind of number one. So <laughs> I would have to say Peter then just falls into number three for me, that he is certainly one of my favorites. He's just fun. He's a spitfire of a character in the Bible, and he's one of the 12 disciples of Jesus. And he went on to become one of the most influential people to help spread the early Christian church. That's what God called him to do. So today I want to focus on a particular scene in the book of John where Jesus reinstates Peter to his calling after Peter had denied Jesus three times. It takes place, and I'll give you a little bit of context. context. <laughs> um, so it happens where or I'm going to be reading from takes place when Jesus appears to the disciples for the third time since his resurrection, which means it's after the time that he was crucified on the cross and rose again from the dead. Um, so after this third time, he shows up to them, uh, but they don't recognize him at first. And they've been fishing all day. They're not catching anything. And Jesus, unrecognized, like I said before, he's like, uh, like, hey, guys, why don't you throw the net on this side and catch fish? And so they do. And they catch so much fish or so many fish, whatever's correct there. I don't know. Um, but then John, who's one of the disciples as well with them, he's like, hey, that's Jesus. And 
recognizes him. So now they know who it is. And um, of course, they're going to begin to row the boat to shore to go to him, of course, but not Peter. Rather than waiting on the boat to get back to shore, he dives out into the water and swims to him. That's Peter. He's a little bit extra. And that's why I love him. (laughs) So that brings us to the scripture passage. Um, They're eating the fish now. It's breakfast time. And um, this is in the book of John, book chapter 21, verses 15 through 19. And of course, as always, I will have the scripture referenced in the show notes. I'll go ahead and read it out to you now, um, starting in verse 15. After they had breakfast, Jesus said to Peter, Simon isn't Peter's other name, son of John, not John the disciple. Do you burn with love for me more than these? Peter answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I have great affection for you. Then take care of my lambs, Jesus said. Jesus repeated his question the second time. Simon, son of John, do you burn with love for me? Peter answered, Yes, my Lord, you know that I have great affection for you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. Then Jesus asked him again, Peter, son of John, do you have great affection for me? Peter was saddened by being asked the third time and said, My Lord, you know everything. You know that I burn with love for you. Jesus replied, then feed my lambs. Now, guys, Peter was not the kind of guy to be afraid or to play small or wait around. He's bold through and through throughout the Bible of knowing him. He's confident, full of zeal for Jesus. This is the guy who, like the other disciples, leave everything and follow Jesus into his ministry for three years. This is a guy who confidently answers Jesus when he asks him, who do you say I am? And he answers, you are the son of the living God, without hesitation. This is a guy who gets out of the boat when he sees Jesus walking on water in a storm and goes to him in a storm. This is a guy who so fervently said he would never betray Jesus. And when Jesus gets arrested, Peter's the guy who attacks the guard at the time of it happening. And then after Jesus dies, he's also the guy who, when he hears that the tomb is empty, gets up and runs along with John to the tomb. And he's not the first to get in there, or he's not the first to get there, but he is the first one to go into the tomb where he finds the linens and Jesus gone. So, Knowing all of that, why do we get this sense of hesitation when he answers Jesus that he loves him? I love the Passion Translation for this for this scripture, um, which is what I read from, because it shows the difference of when Jesus asks Peter, do you love me, three times, because it shows how Jesus asked the question of two different kinds of loves. And this is because in the Greek text, it is first agape love, which means the sacrificial love, with Peter answering with the phileo love, which means brotherly or affectionate love. He says, or Jesus says, do you burn with love, agape love, 
for me more than these. And Peter answers, You know that I have great affection or phileo love for you. And the second time, same question, same answer. The third time, Jesus asks, Do you have great affection or phileo love for me? And then the scripture says, Peter was saddened by asking the third by being asked the third time and said, My Lord, you know everything. You know that I burn with love for you. So why didn't you say that in the first place? Right? Like I'm thinking that too. <laughs> Uh, And then why is he sad? Why does he hesitate to answer that he has that burning love for Jesus, that he has the sacrificial love for him? I got to tell a little bit of of my own story of a time when I almost held back. And that was about a year ago. I was already blogging again, back into blogging, um, back when my blog was titled The Growing Up 30s blog. It's the same blog, but I started out with a different name. But I was in a journey of falling in love with writing again and putting myself out there with my story and um, just showing up. And I got a comment on my Facebook page for my blog that stopped me in my tracks. It was from someone from my past that I had taken very careful consideration to changing any and every way for this person to find or reach me. And the comment was from an ex-boyfriend who had mentally, emotionally, and physically abused me for two years that we were together. And the trauma from that relationship, it took me a couple years to recover from. And let's not even talk about the fact that it took me years to recover from it financially, because it was only just last year that I finally recovered from it. A This was a relationship that had ended six years ago, but it was just a year ago when I saw his comment, uh, because apparently, even if you're blocked, um, you can comment on a Facebook page because it's public. I know I looked it up. I, I tried, believe me, I did like everything after I saw that too. Like what is happening? Oh my goodness. But anyway, I saw that comment, mind you, again, it ended six years ago and, but I saw the comment and all of a sudden it brought me back. It brought me back to the girl who saw herself the way that the words he would use on her. That's how she saw and believed herself. That's, that's what it brought me back to. And it brought me back to a girl who was afraid, afraid of what he would do to her if she angered him or if she did something he didn't approve of or whatever. It brought me back to that girl. It brought me back to a girl who, because of her fears of that she silenced herself and played small and did not have a, any self-love, it brought me back to that girl. And like I said, I had found healing and broke free emotionally and mentally from that particular relationship and experience. But when I saw that comment, I immediately wanted to shut down everything. I wanted to quit. I wanted to stop what I was doing. I wanted to, I just wanted to retreat. I wanted, like, it scared me. I was scared. 
Um, but this blog that I was doing, um, not even just the blog, but this in general is something I have always wanted to do. And I was willing out of fear in that moment to throw it all away because of someone who's nothing to do in my life now. And I remember um, in, in all of that hubbub of like panic and like thinking through everything, like, okay, I need to shut this down. I need to not do that and this and that. I stopped and realized that I couldn't let um, that experience with that person get the best of me um, because I was, I was free. I had found freedom in that, from that. And that he from the girl back then believing that, that he no longer had control over me and could no longer silence me. I can no longer silence me. And I wrote a blog post actually about that experience and those feelings and emotions. Um, but I didn't publish it. I never posted it. Uh, but I guess it was kind of a therapeutic letter for myself to learn why it was so important for me to want to show up and write and encourage others to share their story by sharing mine. Um, but from a year ago from that comment to even today, uh, I guess you could say it's been a slow release of me even showing up to share my own story. I battle all the time with what to share, how much or how little, or in what way to share it, because um, I just want everything that I do to honor and point others to God. Like, I just want only positivity out there. I don't want to rant or blame or have a pity party. Um, but I share this part of my story now, because as I'm now in a new season of putting myself out there in a new way that I never have before, uh, as in the fact that I am now a small business owner, my own boss, and now a podcaster for now a month. Um, this has had me learn a lot more about my own voice and new ways of putting myself out there and new confidence that I'm learning about myself. And um, it was from that comment that you can from just all my experience that I'm able to see how everything I've been through has actually given me the foundation to even have the the gonads is that the right word uh, the cojones as we Spanish people might say <laughs> I won't translate it in English but basically like that um that that audacity that that how how dare you who are you to show like well I'm showing up anyway um, it gave me that kind of, it gives me that boldness to just do it, to just show up. Um, and to like, even when it's scary or I just want to quit or shut down and go back to what I'm familiar with, like, for instance, being a business owner, like, wouldn't it just be easier for me to go and get a job like I have in the past, like always that I've always been able to survive that way, you know? Um, but because of my past experiences that I've been through, I, uh, really think that even having that comment just kind of triggered me to, uh, be reminded, but also know that I have what it takes and it doesn't matter what I'm going through now. Like I have the foundation to keep showing up. So yeah, it could be that, um, you know, my, my fears that person, they can probably hear what I'm sharing and, you know, really anybody can hear what I'm sharing out there. It's public. Um, but I, I get to share my story 
Because even if it means that a woman out there or somebody, maybe you, hear this and it encourages you to pursue your dreams or to start that business or learn a new skill that you've always wanted to do or change your career to the thing that you love because it aligns with your passions, then I would say it's worth it. And I'm not saying you have to go through trauma or have to blare everything you've ever been through out to the world. There's a time and a place, there's work and transformation, but for the parts that you are ready to share, for the parts that God is telling you to bring to the light so that others in darkness can see your light and therefore have hope for their own life. Look, I have a story to share. I'm not going to spill all the deets on everything right now. Um, or even ever, who knows, you know, it's kind of God will show me what to share. But I wanted to share that part of my story because it was that comment from that person that fueled me to keep doing what I was doing. And I went on to keep on blogging and I'm still blogging. I kept writing and I kept showing up and I even started this podcast. So thank you, comment on Facebook. (laughs) I honestly don't know why after all these years he felt compelled to comment on my page. I don't really want to think about it, (laughs) but I know I'm not going to be afraid. So back to the message. So how does that tie to Peter and his uncharacteristic hesitation to answer Jesus of his fervent love for him that we know he had? Well, let's first understand what might have happened. Peter knows he is called. That's why he went on following Jesus, right? And he knows he will be a fisher of man, that he would build his church through Peter, that Jesus would build his church through Peter and give him the keys to the kingdom, as we find in Matthew 16. Peter is the rock. Peter even means rock. He follows Jesus, seeing miracles performed like firsthand witness, and even experiences the ability to do healing himself. I mean, if that's not raw, like evidence of like, oh, I am meant to do this, then I don't know what is. Yet Peter denies Jesus when push came to shove, not once, but three times. So why is he sad? Maybe it's because when that third question occurred, maybe it reminded him of the three times that he betrayed Jesus. Maybe he's too ashamed to say that he had the agape love for Jesus, that sacrificial love, because maybe he didn't see himself as someone who would have that kind of love after what he had done. Yet by the third question, we see deep down that he did have that love because that's how he answered it. It was that deep in him that made him have the kind of reaction that even after what he had done, he still had the reaction to jump off the boat and go to Jesus. I think it would have been easier to just stay on the boat and wait for it to get to shore, right? But that's not what he did. Without a second's thought, he jumps into Jesus. And even though when asked, he hesitated still because he didn't say the agape love at first. Maybe he's suppressing it. Maybe it was shame, guilt, or fear, or even unbelief that he was the man that Jesus saw him as. Regardless, Jesus never wavered in how he saw Peter. 
He still went to Peter. He still called on Peter again and then reminded him of his call and then even told him to follow him. He still brought Peter along. And despite it all, even in his hesitation, Peter follows. And we probably wouldn't be here as believers of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior had Peter not showed up in that calling. I felt those same feelings in my blog and podcast, but I know I have to keep showing up and I will share my story. And I share that story, that part of my story about my ex, mostly because of that comment. That was a reminder to me of why I will keep doing this. I will keep showing up. Maybe that comment was my version of Jesus asking me, Hey, Melina, do you love me? So don't hesitate. God has called you and will guide you in your journey of what or when or how to share of your story, of how to show up and what to pursue. Just follow him and be like Peter. Dive in chasing after Jesus. And when you show up and you speak up and you share, it loosens others to share. And it helps them to have more of their light uh, and light up to go do the things that they desire to do. It's inspirational. And I don't know about you, but I don't think that the world would hurt if, if we have more of us doing that now, would it? All right. Well, here's the takeaway overall from all of that. I think we can relate to Peter a bit. Maybe it's the shame or the guilt. Maybe it's not seeing ourselves the way that God does in order to confidently claim that calling or to show up in it. But here's also the similarity that should fuel you. Whether Peter knew it or not, he still had it in his gut. And we saw it when he still leaped into the water to swim to Jesus. And as he caved on that final question, he said, I agape, sacrificial, love you. I burn with love for you. Whether you know it or not, there's that burning ember in the pit of your stomach that won't let you settle or rest. Maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast. Um, but maybe that's also your third question. Maybe God's asking you and calling you to do the thing. Peter probably still had to overcome um, his own internal battles and have healing, I imagine. I mean, he was human like us. But from that moment, he still followed Jesus again. And he showed up. So do the same thing. Let that thing holding you back from sharing and showing up be the thing that you use to fuel your growth and have impact on others. You have a voice that's worth sharing. And I encourage you, keep showing up and keep putting yourself out there, being brave and allowing God to just use you. So that's it. That's that's my teaching for today. And I hope you enjoyed Peter as much as I do so far from what you've met. But also, thank you so much for um, showing up on another episode. If this is your first time listening, thank you for listening in. And I hope to hear you or not hear you. Sorry, you would be hearing me. <laughs> I hope that you allow me to be in your ears next week. I am here every week. And so I will be seeing you soon. My friends, thank you for listening to the Holy Equipped Podcast. Will you help me grow this ministry and the mission to make discipling disciples of Christ 
that is teaching Christians how to grow and teach other Christians, who also teach Christians, how to be warriors for Christ. If this episode spoke to you, please leave a review. And if you really want to help me spread the mission, share this episode with a friend. If you haven't yet, follow or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If you want to connect and be besties with me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Molina. that's O-K-I-E, Molina, and say hello. Just tag me in your stories or send me a DM. I'm so excited to connect with you. Until next week, know that you are called and equipped by God. Thank you.